Dana, can I tell you about a dream I had? Yeah. So Texas was seceding and it looked like just a big old shark chunk had just been taken out of the bottom of America and a bunch of states just kept joining Texas instead of staying with the U.S. And uh, we got to Tennessee and Bucky had a very difficult time with this and we ended up going and moving to Illinois and moving to Chicago and you know what the only thing that got him through it was? Is this a CBD ad? <laughs> Do you not want me to say that yet? No, that's what I wanted. <laughs> no, it's just a- <laughs> Raising Nashville. Welcome to Raising Nashville, The Wives Take Over. I'm Dana. And I'm Stephanie. And we are taking over the podcast today because we know the listenership likes to hear from the ladies every now and again. And today, uh, we're going to be talking about something that's very important to both of us, and that is voting. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. What are we like? How many days away? From the actual day of? Yeah. It was less than less than fifty. Oh gosh! Right? They just hit the fifty mile mark or fifty day mark. Here we go. So today's episode is going to be called "Rock the Vote," which is more like "Cock the Vote," <laughs> since it's just two white old males we get to vote for. So status quo. But uh, regardless, it is uh, our duty to get out and vote. So Stephanie, um, when was the first time you voted? The first time I voted was only four years ago. What? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Are you like, are you 26, 25 (laughs) years old? (laughs) No, I, so the first time I legally could vote was in 2008. And I had just graduated from high school and I was here in Nashville for, at college. And there was really not a big push on like, this is how you vote when you're in college yeah there was I no, just like, did and I would and it honestly was surprising to me because I was on a college campus when I was in high school I remember like all the rock the vote stuff like all of that stuff and then I got to college and like no one was really talking about it and which is crazy because that's like the Obama election that was such a yeah it was huge push yeah, yeah. and and then he like blew it out of the water yeah. so it didn't really matter that I didn't maybe vote. that's why you went, to, you went to a conservative college they I, were like mm. well and I remember sitting at a friend's house watching the results and all of us going well yeah we knew this was going to be like a blow away and then the second time I just I had graduated college but I still hadn't moved my official address to Tennessee yet and I didn't understand the juxtaposition of like but so where do I, and and do I need to become? And that means I have to get a whole new license and go through the whole everything. So I just didn't. And oh. I thought it was another shoe in. And Bucky was like, no, no, that was a little bit closer of one. <laughs> like, Oops. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Whoops. But yeah, so then obviously when it was 16, I had a new license. I was in, t- I was a Tennessee resident. I checked all the boxes. <laughs> It made sense now. <laughs> well, I had um, I have a similar story where the first time I 
was legally able to vote was in 2004. And I was also in college. I never moved my address, but I went to University of Kentucky in Lexington and I was from Louisville. So I went home to Louisville to vote. Like a day trip? Like a day trip, quick little trip. And I cast my vote for George Bush. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how embarrassing. And I remember on the ballot in Kentucky at the time, it was um, it was a presidential election, obviously. Um, but then there was also an amendment for gay marriage, which I voted for. And I remember my mom being like, my, I come from a, um, a a pretty conservative family. And at the time, which is why I voted for Bush at the time, I, I hadn't left my, my white privileged box yet. You know what I mean? So... I remember my mom being like, who'd you vote for? And I was like, Bush. And she's like, that a girl. <laughs> and then it was like, what'd you vote for for the gay marriage amendment? And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I voted for that. And she was like, ooh, that's not in alignment with Bush. And I was like, ah. so I was already, you know, the, the tides were already what? changing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it's kind of interesting to look back. And I was 21, I guess. So I barely missed the cutoff to vote in 2000. I think I was like a junior in high school. So um, I was a little bit older that first time. But um, yeah, I had turned 18 in May. And then the election was just so it was like such a quick turnaround. It was like, ah. <sighs> well, at least we're both idiots. <laughs> <laughs> we incorrectly did things the yeah. first go around. But that's all right. So that's what we're here for. We're here to, you know, Cock this vote. Get everybody out to cast your votes for the white male you think will take us into the future. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, um, those stats kind of uh, show what, what, what America is up to. So according to the U.S. Census Bureau, voter turnout over the past several decades has averaged only 45% for midterm elections um, and 57% for presidential elections, which... That's just crazy. I mean, midterms, it's like, actually, that's where you have probably more of an impact on your actual local community to a degree. I mean, I guess any local election really is where you might feel the impact more than maybe a president. I think it's harder to, midterm and anything local almost to me seems harder to like, get into for some reason, because it's not as publicized. Right, right. You, <laughs> you have know, to there's seek not, it out. Yeah, you have to seek out the information. It's not just on TV 24-7 into your eyes. Yeah. Sounds yeah. very lazy, but well, also um, the 2016 president presidential election, which this is not surprising at all given the results, but 65 percent of white non-Hispanic voters turned out to vote, 59 percent of Black voters voted, 49 percent of Asian voters, and 48 um, percent of Hispanic voters. So, I mean, we've really got a We've really got to hit um, that, you know, everybody's got to get out and vote, not just white dudes. <laughs> We're just going to keep ending up with Because they're dudes. not, you know, that's not what it is anymore. It's not only yeah. white dudes. <laughs> and uh, there is a minority shift happening and, um, you know, the status quo isn't the status quo anymore. Uh, although it should have probably never been the status quo. But, you know, you got to exercise your rights. Uh, in 2012, that election marked the highest turnout in the past 40 years for black voters at 66%. But interestingly enough, 
In 2016, Tennessee had one of the lowest voting turnout rates in the country at just 54%, which I I can't remember the other two states, but it was like in the very bottom three Hmm. for a red state for a Trump election. I was a little surprised at, but alas, Trump won Tennessee by 60.7% of the votes, but... And Nashville, Tennessee, where we live, Hillary won by 59.8%. And in the past four presidential elections in Davidson County, which is Nashville, where we live, uh, turnout rates of registered voters uh, in 2008, it was 69%. 2012, 66%. And 2016, 61%. So uh, we got to get that decline back up on the incline, if you know what I'm saying. And that, I mean, that also follows the 2016 Tennessee. It's like overall, I think voter turnout in 16 was just, people were, some people were real fired up and some people were like, oh, this is just, I don't care. I know. I think (laughs) it's kind of understandable four years ago. I mean, sort of understandable. I put that in quotes, but I think people didn't have a very good understanding of how this was actually going to play out. You know, it just seems like, oh, I'm turned off by Hillary. Obviously, I don't like Trump, and I'm just not going to vote when um, now we know the horror show that has sent us into. (laughs) So hopefully that is motivating. And not only should that be motivating, but it is so important to vote because um, I was looking this up. There have actually been five presidents who have become president who lost the popular vote. And I feel like we've, it seems like living now in 2020, this is like a new um, phenomenon because we've saw it with George Bush in 2000 and we saw it with Donald Trump in 2016, but there's actually been five presidents. Um, John Quincy Adams um, won the presidency, but lost the popular vote in 1824. Rutherford Hayes, who I've never even heard of. (laughs) Have you? (laughs) No. He became president but lost the popular vote in 1876. And then Benjamin Harrison, who I also have never heard of, <laughs> in 1888. And then. So long. It's so long ago. <laughs> I know. It's like, what were they like voting by carrier pigeon at that time? Like, I don't even really understand how it worked. And also, wasn't that when the Electoral College, like, that's when it mattered because you could barely go vote, right? Well, and I probably should have dug a little bit more into this, but Asher is learning about Andrew Jackson in his social studies class this week. And he had a weird election story where he won, but because... Oh, that, it's the John Quincy Adams. I could be so wrong about this. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we preface that, like uh, like our husbands do, that we have barely fact-checked this. We are not professionals, uh, political science professionals, so bear with us. (laughs) I'm pretty, maybe sure, that John Quincy Adams won the election, but it was Andrew Jackson that won the popular vote Uh. and everything. Because I remember seeing something in what I had to read one of his paragraphs. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yes, we should get Asher on the podcast, actually, to give us his uh, deposition on... Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson. He is... Fascinating. um, Not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Not a fan. Um, I remember in 2000 when George Bush... 
won against Al Gore but lost the popular vote because that was the whole hanging chads scenario and I it was such a big pop culture thing too like it became this like it was Halloween costume yes it was (laughs) was on how I met your mother (laughs) it was it was all the rage I was 17 and a junior or maybe a senior no yeah I was a senior in high school when that happened um and I still don't really understand what a chad is do you is it like how exactly do they vote in Florida? Like, surely it, it's changed since then. Really, yeah. Now it's all electronic, but it was the little punch button thing that it would punch uh, the hole out of the where the you selected gotcha. it. And some of them similar were to a scan. What a scantron you fill in the bubble, mm. it would just punch a hole. So some of those holes weren't fully punched. Which I'm like, we'll just see. Well, where but it- yeah, but obviously they hit that thing. Like, right. Sh- unless you hit two, and then you're just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Al Gore won the popular vote by f- about 500,000 votes. So that is insanely That's close. close. That's, That's really close. Wild. Um, however, Donald Trump in 2016 lost the popular vote by nearly 3 million votes. So many. That's insane. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, I remember we were, we went out that night to um, what we thought, thought was going to be a celebration. <laughs> we thought we were going to be celebrating um, the first woman president. And we went to Koi, um, a nice little Asian restaurant in East Nashville with several of our best friends. And our uh, I didn't have a kid at the time, but Asher was there. and I was pregnant. You were pregnant. And several of our other friends and their kids and we're just really enjoying the night. We're watching the election results and, you know, we're feeling good. And uh, we kind of stopped paying attention for a minute. And then we looked back up and we were all like, holy shit. <laughs> this isn't going our way. We need to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, just, I, just, I just need to go home. Yeah. I just want to go home. Bucky and Juicebox were at um, City Winery seeing um, Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or somebody from Wu-Tang Clan. And yeah, I remember... Juicebox came home, and I woke up in the middle of the night and heard Trump's election, his acceptance speech at like two or three in the morning or something. And I had just had this eerie feeling of like, here we go. <laughs> like, but it's not even just, you know, the popular vote versus the electoral college vote that matters, but also, you know, why you got to get out and vote. But like, people have put their blood sweat and tears into this right that we have as americans um something that i think is really interesting is that um the 19th amendment which granted women the right to vote passed on or was signed on august 28th 1920 so that was still too so that's too recent yes it's still too recent (laughs) recent. and also i didn't realize this till i did a little bit of research but women had been fighting for the right to vote for almost a century prior since like before the civil war this momentum started and then the civil war set it back um there was a big resurgence at the turn of the century and it still took 20 years into the century for the vote to pass but what really threatened it um in 1920 was world war one and guess what a flu pandemic Mm -hmm. so in a ironic twist you know some things maybe the world is always ending something can you imagine just being like you idiots. Give me the right <laughs> to vote. 
How do you not see this? In 1965, LBJ signed the Voting Rights Act of 1965 into law, which uh, prohibited racial discrimination in voting. And this secured the right to vote for racial minorities um, that had already been passed for the 14th and 15th Amendments, but... um, it just wasn't being enforced. So it wasn't even until 1965 was um, the right to vote given to minorities, which is, no, they already had the right, but was it like protected. enforced? Yeah. Protected. I mean, that's yeah. insane. That is our parents' lifetime. Yeah. So y'all don't sleep on voting, okay? And you know what else I saw in the Washington Post, Stephanie? What? Is that... Because of this pandemic that we're living in, most poll workers are usually retired older Americans. And given the pandemic and the fact that it, um, you know, it really kind of preys upon older older people, they are not feeling comfortable becoming a poll worker. And millennials are stepping in. Stepping in. Just like us. Just like us. So I, as I started seeing all of this come to light with the trends in the novel coronavirus and everything and looking at the stats of re- remembering when I was younger and it was like, Oh, it was like all the older ladies that didn't have a job during the day that would just work the polls. And at that point it wasn't technology then. So it was probably very easy for them. Um, and again, only having one experience <laughs> <in> voting myself <laughs> um, f- combined with the, the rhetoric of it's a sham didn't sit well with me. And I am one of those people that like has to know things and has to know everything sometimes. I thought to myself, what better way to uh, fight misinformation than be the person that's there helping you vote? Yeah. To take action. To be like, to be like, here's how it works. I, you know, working two kids, husband, like, it is hard to volunteer and like make myself available for extra things added mm-hmm. onto the schedule or just hard. But um, I talked to Bucky about it. I was like, I'm going to do that. Like it's one day, one day, every couple months in some years, no months, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, so I went to the website. I found out it was quite easy. Um, I think I sent a text around to everybody um, saying, Hey, this is what I'm going to do. I, if anybody else has any, it was a little, I was a little nervous when we first signed up, but they're very friendly. I think you were the first, you immediately, you and a couple of our other friends, but we were the only ones that ended up going through with it. You were like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That sounds great. What are you doing there? How do we do it? How do we do it? And it was, it was so easy. Stephanie presented this idea, you know, she's like, I'm going to come, I'm going to become a poll worker. Because it's something we can do. You know, we spend a lot of time being frustrated. Um, and just, dee, 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 yeah, <laughs> just getting caught just in our chatting. own little worlds. And um, it felt like a way to take action and to put some of that frustration you feel to be like, okay, well, maybe this is part of the solution. Um, and it was so easy. Like you said, I think we filled out filled it out online. Um, we went down to the election commission office. Is yep, that what it was? Kind of by the airport. Yeah filled out paperwork and I will tell you this I I assumed it was a volunteer position so did I and I was fully prepared like you said take couple days you know this year two days um some years no days but just my my work is flexible they also offer um 
a flex day for community service, which this counted for. But it's a paid position. Yeah. So we got, like, when we went down to the election commission, they're like, okay, well, like, here's your payroll information. And we're like, what? (laughs) For what? And they were like, "Uh, you get paid, dummies. And we were like, we didn't even know. We got, I think, like, $166. What? I think it was like $150. 150 and then 30 for the training or something. Yes, yes. And I will say this, given the pandemic, the training was um, all online. And that was a little intimidating to go into work. The first time. The first time. You know, the first time we really saw what we were doing was the primary that election day, day. six six a.m. that morning. Yeah, uh, here unpack these machines. What? <laughs> yeah, this sounds important, and it is important, and it was easy. So yeah. um, I showed up at my location. There's a checklist. <laughs> There's a checklist. Everybody has a role. It was I was the youngest woman. It was all women, and I think there was six of us total, and I was the youngest by probably thirty. Absolutely, thirty yeah. years. Yeah, but it just and it was it, not only was it easy, but also you were given all the PPE, like, right, yeah, gowns, masks, face masks, or face shields, face shields, um, gloves. gloves, everything was wiped down constantly, um, buckets of hand sanitizer, <laughs> buckets of hand sanitizer, your pens are disposed of immediately after using, your I mean, coffee stirrer, co- yeah, you use a, <laughs> you don't even, I think that was my favorite thing, the, the amount of jokes you would hear throughout the day about the coffee stir. Yeah. From, from people who we had been there all day and handed out thousands of coffee stirs, and the people would get them and just make the corniest jokes. <laughs> like, what like that for? was the highlight of their day was like, <laughs> coffee stir. Coffee stir. You use, use this later. Yeah. Yeah. Can, does it work on my phone? Which I can't remember if it did or not, but I did try. But you use a coffee stir to punch in your votes on the machines, and it Such works a great idea. Just like your Such finger. Such a great idea. So, if you, even if you're just you know feeling weird about voting, we encourage you to vote. Whether you mail in your ballot, vote early, or vote day of, every precaution is taken for your safety. But it was such a fun, easy, easy day, and it was fun to you know talk to that many people to help them out um, in any way they they needed. And I mean, if you ever worked in retail, you know there were there were busy periods, there were slow periods. It just it was a day of work. Yeah, and I think it was like. Maybe a 13-hour day. I think we got had to get there at 6, and I think I got home about 7. I remember I got like an hour lunch break, which I had to use to then go vote because I wasn't stationed <laughs> in my own precinct and I didn't early vote. Um, but it, it, but and, and that was like encouraged and a lot. You know what I mean? It was like, you got to go eat, and if you don't vote here, which most of the women I was with did vote there. And also, I was, um, I think it was like three miles from my house. I was like in the next precinct up, I guess. My I was precinct. in, yeah, I was in my voting area. Yeah. In so my voting It's place, not like so. you're going across the yeah. city. It's, to, they try and, you know, put you in your own neighborhood. So, um, it was, Convenient. it was lovely. I encourage anybody. I was a little nervous. And again, I think upcoming for November, I'm a little nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't. I just, in my, I was like, well, someone's going to yell at you today. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of is like what I had resigned to. And then nobody, nobody else. I think I got yelled at once because, because they were <laughs> like, I'm done. Stupid. Yeah. She was like, I'm done. What next? And I was like helping other people. And I was like, 
okay, lady, like, you know, because it is, it's a process. It's like, put this here, punch this in, it shoot something out, go to another place. You know, it, it's definitely a process. But, um, but also I will say, um, you know, you feel like the world is so divided politically and so angry. And then when you actually go vote, there's a sense of camaraderie. You're seeing democracy in action. There's no, um, like it was a really peaceful day. Not that I thought that it wouldn't be peaceful, but it was just nice to be like, okay, we're all here for the same cause. No matter who we're voting for, we know that like this is our right. And it was also fun to see people with their kids, which I've taken yes. yeah. bear to vote. I mean, he's only two, but I think I, I think he's gone to vote like eight times because <laughs> like last year, was it Tennessee or Nashville? The, had ma- like, the mayor, then the second mayor, oh and then the third mayor. <laughs> it was insane. I was like, here we go again. But um, it was really neat. And it was also really fun to see the people who it was their first day voting. Uh, their first. You could tell. Election. Yeah, you could tell the ones that were like a little excited. Like, you could tell they were a little excited. Yeah, it was fun. So if you are interested in becoming a poll worker, there is still time. We highly encourage it. Um, You can go to govote.com and it will walk you through the steps. Like we said here in Nashville, you'll get an email from the election commission and then they will send you a bunch of training videos. Um, And then in addition to that, like I, we had a checklist the day of, of how to do everything. And then I also watched the videos like while I set up. I'm going to watch. Uh, yeah. I'm going to rewatch the videos. Yeah. I had, I was partnered with a, a quite older woman who um, had gotten, had like just gotten over cancer. And I was like, honey, you, you should not be here. <laughs> but she was like, I do this. This is what I right. do. I was like, okay, well, let me touch the people and you tell them where to put their scantrons. Yes, <laughs> yes. It is, it, it, yeah, like I, like I said, being like 30 years younger, I'm like, these, you know, it, there is a sense of duty and pride in knowing that you're helping people exercise their rights. So to register to vote, go to USA.gov. That was the easiest resource I found. You just go to that website and there is a button for register to vote and you are running out of time. So please do it soon. Yes, and because of everything going on this year with absentee voting and voting by mail, that needs to be done ASAP as well. I know there's been a lot of information going on saying, oh, well, you can just go election day and hand it somebody. You can't, in Tennessee, you cannot do that. You have to put it in the mail. You have to put a stamp on it. Well, it may come with a stamp. I don't know. No, you got to put a stamp on it. Yeah, you got to put a stamp on it put it in the mail and it has to get there by election day by the time they are counting things election day it has to be there cannot be the day after tennessee is one of the states that it has to has to has to has to be there Um, you can also go to the downtown post office and drop it off that is literally aside from mailing it into your mailbox the only place you can drop it off is the downtown i believe that one's like attached to the frist Oh, so yeah. if you know where the yeah. Frist is, museum downtown. Um, you know where the post office is. You know where is. the post office is. They have the little, it is the only legal place in Nashville to drop that ballot in. Oh, interesting. Which all of this information, if you are already registered, you got that nice little packet in the mail. Mm-hmm. Gives you all that information. But the Davidson County Election Commission has a website. They have a Facebook page that they're very active on. They are answering questions left and right. They are very helpful people. If you have any questions, they are the ones to go to, not us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we are not pros. Um, and 
I always like to go to this website. Um, it's called isidewith.com. And that walks you through, like, you can get as detailed or as general as you want on every single topic. And it spits out the candidate that most aligns with your views, which I think is really cool. Yeah, because, you know, especially um, during the primaries, you know, when you're like, I don't know, there's 20 20 people running for For 20 different things. Yeah, like, how am I supposed to know? So, um, like I said, I mean, there'll be like drop down after drop down that if you want to get really granular on an issue, or you can just be like very general, and it will tell you which... um, which candidates align with you. So I, if, if you're just kind of like, I don't know, I don't understand any of it, check out that website and fill it out and see what it says. Cause you might, um, you might be like, Oh shit. Surprised. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, especially a lot of sometimes, a lot of times the more local stuff is less, um, party line. Yeah. When it get when it gets more local, it's way more, cause especially in smaller towns, it's yeah. way more concerned with, just keeping your town running. Right, right. So it's not as big picture, you know. Yeah, definitely. I vote blue, so this is my person. Right. Well, you know, locally, may, sometimes that may That may or may different. not be the case. Um, do you have the app? No, I don't have the app. You don't What's have the, the app? app? The, Go Fo- the Go Vote TN app. No. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I got to download it that right before, now. I got it before August. It's It gives you all of your information. It gives you all of, you like put in your name and your information. It gives you all of your who your existing um, representatives are all the way down to your, your council person. person. Yeah. yeah. Shout it, out to Nancy, all the way Van Van Nancy Van Rees. <laughs> um, all of your, I love her. <laughs> all of your, you know, ver- to the very local. And then it slowly tears up. It tells you who all of the people are that represent you. And then it tells you all of the people. It's essentially this little paper packet, but it, on your phone. You oh, can wow. fill out your sample ballot with your, you know, and and just pull up your phone if you've done research and just wanted to make sure you marked the right things. Yeah. You can have it on your phone and just scroll through as you're selecting people. It's very helpful. That's I amazing. love apps. Well, I'm going to download that because I think that that's brilliant. And I actually did see a few people um, on primary primary election day pull out their phone and do that like they'd either have notes on their phone had a couple people um pull out a piece of paper and actually we had a couple at my precinct walk in did the polls they close at seven so actually i probably got home closer to eight because they're open seven to seven right and they walked in at like 658 and i can't remember she couldn't vote like turns out she wasn't registered or she was at the wrong precinct or something but so he was voting, but he had left his sheet of paper at home, and he was, like, flipping out. He was like, I don't remember. And I was like, you had two minutes. Like, just do something. But um, actually, and once you're in it line probably, at the it polls, It probably jogs can, your memory as you're yeah, looking yeah. at it. So like, oh, yeah. And also, that don't freak out if you get there two minutes. As long as you're in line at seven, you still will be able to yeah. vote. But it was funny. He was, like, flipping out. And I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> but, like, just go ahead and vote. Don't walk out because you don't have your piece of paper. Like. Right. Go ahead and do it. So I will also say one more sad note to um, election day and um, absentee ballot. If you're absentee voting, more more power to you. Just get it done. But also, um, considering we both worked the primary um, as polling workers, I can tell you that every precaution is made. It is as safe as it can be. Um, I think in my precinct, I can't remember what I told you, but it was close to 300 people voted that day. And I only had one guy um, not wear a mask. 
Everybody else wore a mask, was super respective of social distancing. And even the guy who didn't wear a mask was super respectful of social distancing. Um, but I never felt unsafe. Um, so I can I can tell you firsthand that I understand if you don't feel comfortable, you know, that's why you can, you know, absentee vote. But do it as do it now. Um, uh, but day of, you know. It's as safe as it can be. So Well, and day of and early vote. I mean, we have a yeah. large window to early vote. Uh, Bucky and I early voted in August. And it took us five minutes. I yeah. mean, you know, it. there's such a large window of time. Yeah. That, I'm a big fan of early voting. I don't know why I didn't. And I, I think I just was like... Time. Just, yeah. I, time. Was, I, I almost feel like it may have been a shorter window. And I also assumed I would be stations at my <laughs> polling precinct. Like, I assumed that I would be at the Madison Library. That's where I vote. Um, and I wasn't, but I was right up the road in Inglewood, so it was easy to bop over. But now that I know that, I definitely won't be at my precinct. So I will for sure early vote. So now... There is something weird on Tennessee's ballot this year, y'all. Did y'all notice Kanye's on our ballot? <laughs> For the birthday party. How? But you get this piece of paper in the mail, and it tells you all of it's your sample ballot. It tells you who made who who made it on. And he's the very last name. <laughs> it was like, I was just looking through everything, looking through everything, and then I got to the bottom. I was like, no way. <laughs> there he so, is. There you go. Uh, that's, <sighs> that's a God. thing. Kanye West is still a thing. thing. So if you want to cast your vote for the birthday party. It's there. (laughs) It's there. I think he's only on the ballot in... It's uh, like a handful. A handful of states. Definitely not all of them. Definitely not going to be our next president. Of course, Tennessee had to make the The numbers are against him. But (laughs) But there he is. There he is, which is interesting. Hey, Kim, what's up with that? Are you going to let your husband uh, throw a wrench into the election like this? Because I know you're big on prison reform. You've been taking some um, very interesting actions lately. So um, how you feel about that? How you feel about that? How you feel that? about that? You know, I know you don't control your husband, but I think you might have a say in this. So maybe a conversation. Yeah, maybe just like a hint. Maybe send him a text. <laughs> all right. Well, that's about all we have to do when we talk about cocking the vote, y'all. Um, Remember, just- Davidson County early voting starts October 14th. That is like. 14, 16, it is less than 20 days away. Yeah. You can get out there two weeks. You've got two weeks to go out and, you know, and and safely cast your vote. Yeah. It'll be much less crowded. Um, It's so quick. It's so easy. You get a really cool sticker. You take a selfie. You post it. Otherwise, your vote does not count. (laughs) (laughs) Just not while you're there, because that is a no-no. That is a (laughs) no-no. That is a no-no. Wait till you get in your car. Post that pic, y'all, so everyone knows you cast your vote. And uh, get out and do it. We're excited. We're excited. We'll see you there. We'll see you on November 3rd. And, um, yeah. If you have any questions, don't come at us, because this is all the information we know we're <laughs> Go to at. the Davidson County Election Commission Facebook page. And download the app. And download the app. What's the app called? Go vote TN. Go vote TN. All right, y'all. Thanks so much. And uh, rocking, cocking this vote. Turn out for what?
I'm Darren, and I'm turning out for education. I'm EJ, and I'm turning out for marriage equality. My name is Lil Lena, and I'm turning out for reproductive rights. My name is Ioana, and I'm turning out for human rights. Hi, I'm Natasha, and I'm turning out for prison reform. <laughs>